Welcome to Get Real with me, Dr. Friedman. If you want to live with greater purpose, authenticity, and empowerment, this is your time to upgrade your belief systems, unlock your true potential, and discover the endless possibilities of you becoming the creator of your life. What do you do if your garbage can is full? Hopefully you empty it, or maybe you have someone who does it for you. Or when your bedroom is completely cluttered and you realize I barely can make it to bed because there are too many boxes or clothes on the floor and, well, eventually you say I have to organize it. Now, letting go, decluttering, creating order, that is a part of daily life. I mean, our body does it all the time, right? We are putting stuff inside, so eventually it has to come out. We exhale and we release, otherwise we wouldn't really be able to survive. There's just one part of our mind we seem kind of, you know, in that belief that it declutters itself. It takes care of itself. And that is our mind. Most people don't really think about their mind as a space that maybe also needs a little bit of decluttering once in a while. Which is surprising when you think about it, because the mind is certainly that part of our system we are using the most. It's like, you know, you using a computer 24-7 and really running 20 programs at the same time. Well, at some point you have to reboot it because it just freezes. And that's what happens with the mind as well. It can freeze. So when the mind is over full and definitely, you know, in a way cluttered so that there is nothing really anymore clear and organized, what you feel as a response is anxious, stressed, you have mind racing, you feel restless, you cannot sleep, all of those things that you may have been dealing with. So think about your mind as two parts. There is the conscious mind, and that part is fairly small and uh, we think often that that conscious rational mind is king or queen and is basically in charge but it really isn't it's like a you know old computer from the late 90s in its capacity and then there is a subconscious mind this vast deeper part of the mind where anything that the conscious mind cannot deal with or feels like doesn't want to deal with, that goes to the subconscious mind. It either gets stored in these memory places or the subconscious actually is trying to work through it. So when you are having your mind cluttered, the part of your mind that really is struggling is the subconscious. And since the subconscious is that part of the mind where dreams come from, where emotions come from, where these, you know, spontaneous thoughts bubble up from. It makes sense that all those symptoms of a cluttered mind are related to those. So you have either nightmares or you feel like you're actually working at night because you're repeating certain things that during the day happened and it doesn't really give you a good night rest. Or you have constantly these unwanted thoughts coming up of problems or or people that uh, really have either aggravated you or have been you know scaring you and you just cannot stop thinking about it 
or you're feeling in general, as I said, this emotional churning or this upheaval and there's just no real relaxation or peace within you. All of those signs point towards your mind, your subconscious is simply overworked. It needs help. Well, in the past, we did this automatically. You know, I think in those times where our mind was just not always bombarded with input, where our lives were not that busy, we had a natural tendency to find rest and to have this opportunity for the subconscious just to let things go and let them out. We slept more for once. We slept often deeper because we didn't have the TV running in the background or the noise, the ambient noise wasn't so overwhelming. We also in the evenings just were at times really just bored maybe. You know, you can call it also peaceful because there was book reading, looking into the fireplace, doing some knitting or uh, woodworking. But I'm talking about like, you know, 50, 60 or more years ago. But since then, we just have a different lifestyle. And that lifestyle is way more occupying our minds. As a form of vegging out, we are surfing all different kinds of channels that are available. We are scrolling through social media. We are going through the internet on the hunt for something interesting, exciting, or something we can purchase. But all of those images, all of this information goes right into our mind. And you know, this conscious mind pretty much forgets it pretty quickly. Our conscious uh, attention span gets shorter and shorter. But subconsciously, that sponge of your mind just takes it all in and feels more and more crowded and more and more overwhelmed. Now, the subconscious is in its job here ultimately to serve us. And one of the services is to protect us. So if there are a lot of things that we have been experiencing, seeing or thinking about that seem like unresolved problems or issues we just don't know what to do with or maybe also things that really have been a little bit uh, disturbing to us. For the subconscious, these things are not done. And so they are sitting there as loose ends and the subconscious wants us to do something with it, which is one of the reasons why often people, you know, wake up in the middle of the night or cannot fall asleep because the subconscious says, well, what about this? And you haven't done that. And you haven't really, you know, thought about what would happen if you lose your job or what about the bill paying or what about, you know, the neighbors being upset that you cut the hedges or whatever those things are. You may consciously feel like it's not a big deal, but subconsciously you haven't put a little bow around it and let it go. So that is one reason why the subconscious is just cluttering because it doesn't have anyone who really creates a form of order, who teaches it. This is what we're going to do with everything that you have absorbed today. And so I want to talk about how to declutter the mind and how to take better care of the mind. And it starts really with external boundaries, which means limit how much you are feeding your mind. Most of us, yeah, <laughs> are aware that there are certain foods that are really bad for us and certain habits that we just shouldn't do in order to not overtax our body. Whether it's, you know, the endless snacking 
or going to the drive-through of the junk food uh, place or drinking too much all those things that we know are not healthy we kind of try to minimize them but when it comes to the mind we also have to realize wow there is a lot of junk that comes in a lot of junk we are feeding a lot of unhealthy things that we just should stop doing and the the way the body says to you oh i have heartburn or it feels so heavy or i'm feeling so exhausted by what you did or the next day you feel like foggy because you had have drunk too much or smoked too much weed or whatever you did you do feel that your body tells you please don't do this again well your mind tells you this too when you are watching something that just is disturbing when you are scrolling too much when you are just uh, you know maybe still still checking your emails from work right before you go to bed when you are having a difficult uh, conversation with your partner right as you are about to want to find rest all those things your mind says oh what is that and it gives you emotions it can be stress it can be a form of anxiety it can be a form of just confusion or frustration so if you know your mind says hey i want to actually have a time out here i want to rest well give your mind that so turn your phones off an hour or so before you go to bed don't watch anything horrific or challenging or stressful uh, as an entertainment you know at 11 o'clock at night try to just give your mind a little bit more peace and quiet maybe some nice music in the background or maybe you just have a you light a candle and you just sit and and feel how everything that you have stored is dripping out of you rather than having more and more come in it's also important with the external boundary to have your environment uh, in a place where you really feel like this is more or less zen i'm feeling that when i look around there's not too much clutter not too much stimulation and that is also something really soothing and healing for the mind and uh, this is one of the reasons why the mind feels so wonderful in nature because nature just doesn't feel overstimulating it just feels like everything has its place everything has order and and that is just something that's uh, yeah that brings a sense of peace to the mind there's of course also the inner boundary that you have to have and the the inner boundary is all about uh stopping yourself from going down in the rabbit hole so stopping yourself not only from doing you know something that brings more information from the outside but also stopping yourself from thinking about something or ruminating about something that you know your subconscious probably just gonna get riled up and there's probably no solution that you can hold on to you know a client of mine who's going through a really difficult and nasty divorce she has been bombarding her mind not voluntarily it's just something that she didn't know until we talked about with the thoughts about what happened in the past and how her ex has been really you know so mean and dismissive and how her lawyer has been also the same way mean and dismissive and how she just feels that there is you know no real light at the end of the tunnel and so those thoughts 
at 11 o'clock at night, at 2 o'clock in the morning, at 5 o'clock in the morning, just kept on going around and round. And, and part is the subconscious, as I said, that just wants to have some answers, but part is also the conscious mind that then doesn't say, hey, stop, we're not going there. This is bad time. This is now a time to not have anything that isn't really pleasant come into my field. I'm just only focusing on the pillow, on this really nice bed, on, I don't know, my pets around me, and maybe just my breathing. And that's the best way of using this time right now. That's what my mind, that's what my body, that's what all of me needs right now. So that's the inner boundary, really being a little bit more firm and clear with where do you want your mind to go. And then, since the subconscious is such an amazing, uh, you know, it works with metaphors and it works just uh, in, in ways that it wants to please us, it's also really helpful to teach your subconscious that uh, mental hygiene, this letting things go. And for that, I love to do uh, visualizations, imagery, because the subconscious really understands that. That's kind of the, the language of the subconscious mind. So if you think about letting go, emptying your mind, you can picture at night, okay, my mind is like a room, feels very comfortable, feels very cozy, and it's a room that's pretty full. And so then you're visualizing uh, the symbols that are representing things that you want to let go of. For example, it could be a folder with work stuff in it. So you take the folder in your mind from your room and put it somewhere. You can put it into a drawer to pick it up tomorrow. You can send it off in the mail to whoever. You can recycle it, whatever you want. And so you're just in your in your visualization, creating order in the mind. There's stuff on the floor that you can pick up and put into a big black bag that goes into the bin. There may be, you know, some dust and spider webs from the past that are representing things that you have experienced that you may have still held on to, but you cannot really change. So let's clean them out. And, and as you do this, your inner subconscious is understanding that, oh wow, we are actually now creating solutions and resolutions for the things it has been holding on to. So then we are creating together, consciously and subconsciously, the order and that emptiness the subconscious needs at the end of the day. And if you combine this with breathing, or if you start with a meditation, which is a wonderful way to declutter the mind, and then you go into the visualization. Or if you start writing and just write down things that you feel like these are the things I really don't want to hold on to. I really want to release today. This is something for another time, or maybe I'm really done with this topic. Write those things down and then later on see them in your visualization as something that you take care of. Some people use the room. Some people have a garden as their mind and they are just pruning or putting nice uh, new furniture in and getting rid of old ones. Whatever feels the best to you, but engage with your subconscious. Show that you're 
the one who is a steward, the one who is caring, the one that wants to really create enough space for it to be clear, to be able to function in the best way, and also for it to have more uh, room for new things to come in. So try to get out of the emotional hoarding that we often do, where we are just clinging on to all these old stories and all these old memories and all these injustices that we somehow cannot let go of, or even when we are criticizing and judging ourselves. You know, often there's this beating that happens all the time. Why am I not better? Why am I not feeling differently? Why have I not achieved the goals? Why am I still alone? These are also just creating this clutter and, and you can find also the symbols in your mind of this is what I'm not gonna let go and this is where it goes and and if you want to you can then for your mind create a future vision if it's something that you want instead where you have maybe a picture of this is how I want to experience the future put onto the table uh, into that room of your mind. The subconscious is amazing. It's really amazing because whatever we teach our subconscious, it does it. We just have to be consistent with it. But I mean, if you just think about playing an instrument like a piano, I mean, how crazy is it that our fingers learn just to rush across those keys and make a melody out of it? At the beginning, you know, you do a little bit like, you know, checking exactly where the finger lands but after a while it just does it automatically and that's the subconscious so when you are teaching the subconscious clearly what you want and when you also uh, show your subconscious it feels good this is nice just like when you play piano you want to say well that sounds really beautiful give yourself a little pat on the back your subconscious wants to continue to do this and get better at it and it becomes automatic now another nice way I want to share with you about decluttering the mind is that what we all want sometimes when there is so much that we should bring maybe to the recycling place or we should uh, get rid of and it's all just like a mountain and wouldn't it be nice if we had a, a magic wand who could just make this all small and then we can just put it into a bag and, and let it go. Well, with the subconscious, you can do that. With the subconscious, you can actually go into a different perspective. And I like just uh, the two simple perspectives that can help us to whatever the subconscious felt was a big deal and was overcrowding its space to make it smaller and, and change your feelings and, uh, and your ideas about it. So let's say, for example, you have uh, an argument with a family member and it's really overwhelming you. So what you can do is to literally float up into the air in your mind, obviously not literally, but in your mind. So you go up into the air, you look down at whatever that memory or that scenario or that person may look like. And you just see the higher you get that whole scene smaller and smaller and smaller. It's almost like it's a miniature uh, setting and the higher you get and the, from the higher perspective you're looking at it you see all the other things that also are 
in your life, things in the past where you would say, oh wow, I can see there was a similar situation, but then somehow I could let it go and resolve it and move on. Or you could see, wow, there are so many great people and relationships in my life where I feel seen and appreciated and so I don't have to focus on that one. Or maybe you can just see like how you have been growing and changing and can see, wow, from this high perspective, I can actually see that I can further grow and change from whatever I'm dealing with right now. Again, the goal is for you through this perspective to keep your subconscious something it feels you can exhale and let go because there is a sense of a, a resolution, a bow that you can put around it. Or the second place is going way into the future, maybe six months, maybe six years, maybe way up there when you are like 80 and sitting on the park bench and you're looking from that place and say, hmm, wasn't really a big deal didn't really affect me that much. From that place, when you're wiser, when you're older, when things have changed, you just know, I don't want to sweat this. This is small stuff. This is not something that defines me or needs to define my life. I can just make it way smaller and way more insignificant. And by doing this, you are more in control. Your mind, your subconscious feels like, oh, it's not a big deal. So maybe now I can look at different ways to, to think about this or to respond to it. And, and it's no longer this towering problem that kept you awake. And again, that crowded the space of your subconscious. So these are just some ways to let things go, to create your harmonious and balanced relationship within yourself, with your mind. And I often say it, what's really important is that we are treating our mind, the conscious and the subconscious mind, just like we are treating our bodies with care, with awareness, and also with that uh, intention to make it healthier and stronger and creating a clutter-free space in your mind is certainly one of the keys to get there.